At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Pre-acquisition risk assessment. One of the clearest themes from the original 2012 FCPA Resource Guide was around the importance of your pre-acquisition work and any M&A work on a target company. In the section on declinations, the 2012 FCPA Resource Guide provided an example of a company which had received a declination in large part because of its pre-acquisition work, which then served as the basis of its post-acquisition remediation. I find it appropriate to think of this process as a straight line directly from the pre-acquisition phase to closing and then to remediation, integration, and self-reporting in the post-acquisition phase. These same concepts were brought forward in the 2020 FCPA Resource Guide 2nd Edition. It should all begin with a preliminary pre-acquisition assessment of risk. Such an early assessment will inform the transaction research and evaluation phases. This could include an objective view of the risks faced and the risk and the level of risk exposure, such as best case, worst case scenario. Also a SWOT analysis. A pre-acquisition risk assessment can be used as a mechanism through which to view the feasibility of the business strategy and help the value of the part to help to value the potential. The first step is to develop a risk assessment as a base document. From this document, you should be able to prepare a focused series of queries and requests to be obtained from the target company. Thereafter, the company management can use the pre-acquisition risk assessment to attain what might be required in the way of integration in the post-acquisition phase. It would also help to inform how the corporation and business functions may well be affected. It should also assist in planning for timing and anticipation of the overall expenses involved in the post-acquisition integration. These cuts are not costs are not insignificant and they should be thoroughly evaluated in your decision-making calculus. One of the difficulties in the pre-acquisition phase is that there is never enough time or resources to do the assessment or analysis that you might desire. This means that even if you do not have the time, resources, or support to conduct a worldwide risk assessment, you must take a different approach. You might try assessing other areas through a more limited, focused risk assessment. Some of the areas that a pre-acquisition risk assessment could begin with are an inquiry into the following areas. Are the target's resources adequate to sustain a culture of compliance? How are the compliance risks being addressed in the C-suite and boardroom of the target? What are the compliance risks related to supply chain? How is risk examined and due diligence performed at the vendor agent level? And how is such risk managed? 
Is the documentation adequate to support the compliance program for regulatory purposes? Is culture, attitude, tone from the top, and knowledge measured? Do disciplinary guidelines exist and have they been publicized at the target company? Has anyone ever been terminated or disciplined for violating a policy? Are escalation protocols appropriate? There are a variety of materials that you can review from or at a company that can facilitate such a pre-acquisition risk assessment. You can review the targets, policies, and written guidelines by reviewing anti-corruption, compliance policies, guidelines, procedures, and codes. Of course, internal controls to ensure the compliance programs are tailored to address specific risks such as gifts, hospitality, entertainment, travel, political donations, and charitable contributions, and other promotional activity. You can assess the target senior management support for the target's compliance efforts through interviews of high-level personnel, such as the CCO, the CFO, the general counsel, president of sales, CEO, board, and audit or compliance committee members to assess tone from the top. You can examine resources dedicated to compliance and seek to understand the compliance expectations that top management is communicating to its employee base. Finally, you can gauge operational responsibilities for compliance. Such a review would lead to the next level of assessment, which is how well does the company communicate about compliance within its organization and to key third parties such as sales agents. You can do this by assessing compliance policy communication to the company, personnel, and even more so by reviewing such materials as compliance training certifications of employees or third parties. You should also consider statements by senior management of the target regarding compliance, such as actions related to terminating employees, who do the business in compliance, and what happens to people who do not make their budget numbers. A key element of the best practices compliance program is internal and anonymous reporting. This means you need to review mechanisms on reporting suspected compliance violations and then actions taken on internal reports, including follow-ups to reporting employees of the target. You should also assess those employees who are seeking guidance on compliance for their day-to-day business dealings and are receiving and not adequate but timely responses. There is no dispute that third parties represent the highest risk to most companies under the FCPA. An assessment of a target's third-party due diligence program is certainly something that should be a part of any pre-acquisition risk assessment. More than simply a review of procedures for due diligence on third-party intermediaries, there should be an assessment if there has been management of the third party after the contract has been signed. Another area for review in any pre-acquisition risk assessment is to consider the target's employee commitment to its compliance regime. But just as you can look at the carrots to achieve compliance, you have to look at the stick in the form of disciplinary procedures. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, one never has enough time to engage in all of the pre-acquisition due diligence review you may want to, so you must optimize time and resources. Number two, consider what you can review to put together as a preliminary risk assessment on the target. This means if you need to have a focused or targeted risk assessment, you should do so. And number three, as with most compliance initiatives, you are only limited by your imagination. So if you're limited in time and scope, why not try something new? Why not liaise directly with the CCO of the target company? Why not look and see where are their highest sales numbers and look at that. Are they in the United States? Are they internationally focused? What are the numbers of the hotline? There should be a variety of information that's available to you in the normal due diligence process by which you could then just move forward on. Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program around business ventures. And I hope you will join me for our next episode tomorrow.
This podcast series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.